0: so glad that you are here today before we jump into this new series. Uh, let me cover just a couple of things real, real quickly. One is uh, for the third year in a row, we are going to be participating in 21 days of prayer beginning this, uh, beginning today and going through the 28th. And on the next three Saturdays, Uh, Let's see, what's that? The 14th, the 21st, the 28th. Uh, We're gonna meet, as we've done the last two years, we're gonna meet here in the auditorium, 8.30 for those who can come. We're gonna join with churches around the country and even a few around the world in a time of worship. And then we'll have about 30, 35 minutes of prayer around the room. And you are invited to come be a part of that just as a way to to kick off this new year, uh, spiritually to prepare us, For What God wants to do in this coming year I invite you the next three Saturdays if you're available 8.30 You won't have to pray out loud like if that's a thing for you And you don't like praying out loud in front of other people That's not what this is Uh, We'll all be praying individually We'll be worshiping collectively But you'll pray individually around the room As a part of that, those of you who have been here the last couple of years, in the seat pocket in front of you is a little card that says 21 days of prayer. If you have a prayer need, if you you have something that you want us to pray for during this season of prayer, write it on that card. You can put your name. You don't have to put your name if you'd rather not. Put it on that card, and then at the end of our service today, the band's going to come back and lead us in a song, either during that song or after. After the service, just bring it and put it up here at the front. And we're going to pray over those every Saturday as well. So all throughout these three weeks, as you have prayer needs, you can write them on that card, bring them to the front. We're going to pray over those. I really encourage you to be here. It is a sweet. Beautiful time on Saturday mornings. Those who have been uh, in the past g- can can tell you it's just a, a sweet, spiritual time to start our new year together. So you're invited next three Saturdays at 8.30. I uh, want to update you. Ian mentioned it briefly. Uh, the children's renovation continues. It's really taking shape. They're adding paint to the walls. Uh, ceiling grid is going in. You you Ian mentioned big tarp over there in the hallway. Uh, That is not like one of those banners at the football games that you run through So if you would please keep your kids from running through that Or trying to explore what's on the other side That's going to be the entrance to the children's area here in just a couple of weeks So a lot of great things in motion We hope to be in it the 1st of February. Okay, can't promise that, but we're shooting for the 1st of February as when we can open it, start using it for ministry. Uh, If you've been with us the last couple of months, you know that our end of year Christmas offering 2023 is going towards seeing that we can pay cash for that, that we don't have to borrow any money. We're not against borrowing money if it comes to that. We, we, we can kind of top it off by borrowing a little bit of money, but we would love to pay cash for that. And so our Christmas offering has gone to help contribute to offsetting that cost. So far uh, through through today, uh, you have given uh, $164,000 towards that renovation, which is simply amazing for our church. Incredible. $164,000 that we've given just this current end of year 2023 Christmas offering. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Our goal... Uh, that's great news our goal is 200 so if you haven't given uh, there's still time if God leads you to participate in our Christmas offering, you can can still give towards that and uh, help us get to that $200,000 range but I mean we are really really close to being able to just pay cash for that which is a huge testament not only to you as faithful givers but also to the leadership uh, our elders our, our finance team our trustees who monitor uh, our financial situation to put us in a position where we can just pay cash for what, what's going to be and just to give you some specifics it's going to be in the $530,000 range at the end of the day uh, when we when we're able to walk into that building maybe five 40 even uh, so it's a significant a significant renovation and it looks like we're like really close to being able to pay cash for that I'm, I'm proud of us and, and I'm grateful for how God has just poured out his goodness and his blessings on us okay it's 2024 which is a really big really strange number isn't it? Like those of you who have been around as long as I have, 2024, like that's just a really crazy number. It always sounds weird at the beginning of the year, right? That, that new number, just, it, it hasn't settled into our, 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 our speech, it hasn't settled into our writing. I was filling out some forms yesterday, had to go back and change three to four. Like we'll be doing that for a couple of weeks going forward. We are, think about it this way, we are almost halfway between the year 2000 and the year 2050. That's weird, isn't it? That that's weird. Yeah, it, it's just it's always weird. So it's, it's strange, new number, and and the reality is we're going to get lots of new numbers in this new year. That's, that's not the only new number we get in the new year. We all get new numbers, right? You're going to have a birthday this year. Uh, maybe a few of you, if you're early January, maybe you already had it you already got your new number. Good for you. Uh, everybody's going to get the, a new number. You're going to you're going to be a, a year older as we go through this year. And some of you are really excited about that right teenagers college students tend to be really excited about getting that new number and maybe you're going to drive this year maybe you're going to vote for the first time uh, this year good luck with that it's awesome Um, that's all I must say Uh, yeah people are like really excited about getting a new number then you get old and you're just not that excited anymore Uh, it's not that it's not that exciting to get a a new number so that's going to change Um, anniversaries going to get new numbers Right? Good ones and bad ones. Like Wedding anniversaries, is good. you're going to get a new number there. It's going to be worth celebrating right there. Uh, maybe, maybe it's an anniversary of a tragic event or, or somebody you lost. And, and You get new numbers with those as well. Mundane numbers, like it's a new number on your mortgage. Right? Yeah. Yahoo, right? New number, you're like one step closer to that 30 mark or that 15 mark or wherever you locked in at. Like, okay, we're one step closer maybe you're on the retirement end and so you're one step somebody's in retirement that was the one cheering down here yeah (laughs) yeah, this this is the first full year all the way in retirement for Robin that's awesome but maybe some of you are like well I'm five years now I'm six I'm another year closer we get all these new numbers when we go into 2024 but 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 hopefully you're like me and and you don't want just a year of another number you don't want the calendar just to turn Like okay we checked another one off I, I was 30 and now I'm 31 I, I, I was 62 and now I'm 63 We've been married 30 years now we've been married 30 I, Hopefully none of us want just another year of getting new numbers But, but we, want, we want good things to happen this year We, we want to see God at work We, we, we want to reach some goals maybe we want to have some successes in this new year. We want to be more than just numbers, just just a new number, just the calendar rolling over one more time. All of us want that. Um, you may be like me, kind of entering into this new year, and 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 there's excitement for the new year. But anybody still tired from the old year? Um, so like twenty that twenty twenty three lag. And, and, and January gets here really fast, doesn't it? December's what it is. And then, boom, it's January. We, we had great services on Christmas Eve. And, and I'll tell you more about kind of how we finished the year in the next week or two uh, as a church. We, we just had phenomenal Christmas Eve service, three Christmas Eve services. In between service two and three, just personally, in between service two and three, one of our dogs got sick all over the house. Yeah, exactly. Don't feel bad for the dog, feel bad for me. All right. Feel bad for my wife. Continued to be sick until about 3 in the morning on on Christmas Day. And so that's how Christmas started for us. Christmas Day started with stuff everywhere. I won't go into detail, just a lot of it. And then we were traveling, and then we were busy, and we were traveling back. And boom, it's January 2nd. It's like, oh, I got to go back to work now. So for me, there's this, oh, I'm kind of dragging 2023 along, and now it's 2024. But, but what, I would, what I would say here is we start 2024. I'm really hopeful for 2024. I don't know how you, I don't know how you feel at this point. Probably like me, a little fatigued from last year. But hopefully, there's something in you that's just kind of expectant. I find that in myself, and, and I'll be honest, I'm not always that way, but, but I would say for whatever reason, I'm really hopeful about 2024 in a way that I haven't been hopeful probably the last couple of years. I just have more of a sense of, of, of good, of expectation I know those of you who are superstitious You're getting worried right That I'm jinxing the whole thing I thought about that But, but I'm, I, I, I'm sticking with it like I, I, I'm just I, I feel like God's up to something I, I think God's going to do things in me I think God's going to do things in us Just life in general Okay, We don't have to super over spiritualize it even I, I, I just I, I'm looking forward to this year I, I'm, I'm expectant about this year and I, and I hope you are too what, whatever's going on right we all drag different things into this new year we we come in it from different places we we're at different places as we step into this new year but I hope there's some part of you regardless of what that circumstance is I hope there's some part of you that that believes good is possible in 2024 See, I have trouble saying it. I almost said 23. Hopeful is possible. There's there's a gracious, good, giving God at work. And he's going to be at work, even even though there's gonna be challenging things, he is at work in us, through us. He is wanting to do things in this New Year, not a real big fan. We don't have to argue about this. We can we can have different opinions. Not a real big fan of the phrase "the best is yet to come," Uh, mainly because it just gets used so much. Like everybody, oh, the best is yet to come. Best is yet to come. Um, It just is kind of trite to me because we use it so much and, and and honestly, it kind of makes a claim i 'm not sure it can live up to like what is best, like your best. we all have different ideas of what best is i i don 't know if the best is yet to come in two thousand twenty four maybe it is i i 'm down for it if that 's what 's coming like i i 'd love me some best is yet to come, but i I, I think good is to come I think hopeful 's to come this year i think I think gracious. Gifts and works of God are to come in 2024. I'm just, I'm just expectant, and and I want to encourage you, not to be unrealistic. All right, I, I, I'm not saying forget the things that are that are bothering you. I, I, I mean, I want to encourage you to just find that sense of hopefulness. Be expectant, and and not only expectant, but. I want to be ready for what I'm expecting. I want to be ready for what I'm expecting because I have this hopeful sense for 2024. I, I want to be ready to step into that. And, and, and I think for me, a lot of that has to do with my thinking. It, it, I think it has to do with our attitude. It has to do with our perspective because God wants to do these great things in our life these these possible things in our life but but I found that negativity and and unhealthy thinking have a way of becoming this fog that keeps us from seeing what is possible what God may want to do like this constant return in our thinking to worst case scenario, to these are all of the problems, becomes this fog that keeps us from seeing the light that's trying to shine in 2024. Like, this will be my first, my first principle for you. The first thing I want to say in 2024 to you is don't let the fog of negativity and pessimism blind you to the light that is shining. I mean, it may be foggy right now. Sometimes it is foggy. I think that for us in our thinking, often our, our, our worry, our anxiety, our fears, our, our sense of criticism become this fog that surrounds us and prevents us from seeing no God is shining a light doing something he wants to do something you got to see through this to what God wants to do in your life you know what it's like to get up and it's a foggy morning you take the dog out and you say ah, it's foggy you get in your car going to work It's it's just thick right it's, it's thick it, it seems like it's going to be here forever because this is the current circumstance that I'm in when, when I had teenage drivers at home and I would go out first I would see that it was foggy if they were up I would tell them if they weren't up I'd text them hey it's going to be foggy this morning you need to slow down give yourself extra time this is the reality right now but when you got in your car and you turned the radio on At some point, the meteorologists would come on, and they would say, hey, foggy this morning, but by about 9 o'clock, it's going to burn off, right? That's the language that, that if you're a meteorologist, I know that's not exactly scientifically accurate. I don't know what the scientifically accurate thing is, but I've heard that's not accurate. Nonetheless, that's the language that we use. This is going to burn off in a little while. Sun's going to come up. This is going away, Light's going to shine, and, and, and sometimes sometimes we're walking through life, and we're so surrounded by struggles perhaps negative thinking perhaps unhealthy thinking and that just becomes this fog that we don't allow to burn off we we don't realize it outside of what I'm currently experiencing there is still light and good and potential and possibility and God is still at work I just got to keep moving through this expecting that there's going to be light on the other side and and, and like I said a, a lot of that for me is what happens in my mind, what happens in my thoughts. There's a good bit about life in 2024 that I have no control over. You have no control over. I don't control world events, right? I have little to no control over what's happening around the. Globe. It's not this unimportant. Not that I shouldn't care about it. I'm not saying that shouldn't have an interest in. I just know there are a lot of things that are going to happen in 2024, big important things, but I don't have any real direct control over them. Uh, I can't control anybody. I can't control you. I wouldn't want to control you. Like, I don't have control over a lot of external things, but I have a lot of control over what happens in my mind, where my thoughts are, what my thinking is. And yes, my thoughts can run away with me sometimes, but that's all the more reason why I need to step in and I need with the power of the Holy Spirit to take control of what's happening in my mind. Next three weeks, we're just gonna talk about this idea of where our thoughts are, what our beliefs are, where we're setting our attitude and our perspective as we move into a new year. First principle on this thought. Our inner thoughts and attitude reveal who we are and shape who we're becoming. This is why it's so important. Our inner thoughts, our inner attitudes, they reveal who we are and they shape who we are becoming. What's going on inside of me is the real me. It's the real me. Now, I can project a different me. On the outside, for the most part, I can project a different me than the one that's on the inside of me, but eventually that one's coming out. If I don't do something with what's on the inside of me, he's going to come out and he's sometimes going to come out in the worst ways and at the worst Times. Now, it's good to c- control some of that, right? You don't want me just to unleash everything that I think on the inside. Like, you want me to hold something back, right? A little bit of mystery would be fine. You want me to hold something back when it comes to everything that's going on inside of me. But if I'm honest and, and, and I look at what's going on inside of me, I have to say that's, that's me. I may not like that. But that's me, and and, and not only is it me now, but it's also the me that I'm becoming. It's reinforcing what's happening on the inside, and, and, and I'm becoming more of that person. Those repetitive thoughts, that ongoing way of thinking, is not only defining me now, but it's reinforcing who I'm going to be going into the future Uh, Craig Rochelle, pastor in Oklahoma, wrote a book called Winning the War in Your Mind. I haven't read the book, uh, just transparency here. I've read other books. Trust Rochelle's voice, but I listened to some podcasts and some messages by Craig uh, a long time ago when when he released this book. One of the themes that he brings out in this book is our life is always moving in the direction of our strongest thoughts. Our life is always moving in the direction of our strongest thoughts. And I think he's right. Those, the, the strongest, most repetitive thoughts that we're having, that's dictating the direction of my life and who I am becoming. If the repetitive thoughts in my mind are thoughts of, uh, of, of criticism and negativity and harshness and anger, it's moving me in that direction if the repetitive thoughts in my mind are of fear, worry, anxiety, I'm, my life is moving in that direction. The person that I am, the way I'm going to view circumstances, moving in that direction. Whereas, if the, if the continual repetitive thoughts in my mind are hopeful, confident in God, encouraged, encouraged, Inspired my life, me as a person, I am moving in that direction. Now, Groeschel is not God. His book is not in the Bible. So what does the Bible say about this? Romans chapter 8, verses 5 and 6, over in the New Testament. This is Paul speaking in the book of Romans. He's sort of laying out a, a grand theology for a group of people that he hasn't met yet. And he's, he's trying to kind of walk them through all of the important topics of faith and Christianity. And he comes to this one in Romans 8, 5 and 6. Paul says, Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires, but those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the Spirit is life and peace. Paul said, 2,000 years ago roughly, your thoughts are moving you in a direction. If your mind is guided by the Spirit of God, if you're thinking thoughts that are pleasing to God, that honor God, that are in alignment with His character and His nature, if you're having those sort of God thoughts, healthy God thinking, it's moving you towards life and peace. It's building you up. It's encouraging you. It's strengthening you. The mind set on the Spirit of God yielded to the thoughts of God the characteristics of God moves you in a healthy positive direction that Paul calls life and peace you will move towards life and peace according to your thoughts being set on the spirit however opposite of that if your mind is governed by the flesh which was Paul's way of saying you have have thoughts that are not in line with, with God not in line with who god is how god sees you how how god what god desires for you how god loves you how god plans for you has a purpose for you if your if your thoughts are not in line with god's thoughts you're moving in the direction paul calls it death destruction tearing down broken our, our mind, our thoughts, Paul says, are moving in one of two directions, towards life and peace, encouragement, inspiration, or towards death, brokenness, destruction, all based on where we set our thinking, where we set our mind. So so what do we have to do in response to that? We must actively take control of our thinking actively we have to be involved in setting the direction of our thought patterns and yes if you're a follower of Jesus you have the power of the Holy Spirit to help you do this The the Holy Spirit is at work in you, giving you the power. You are not a victim to your thoughts. You're not a victim to your circumstances. You have the power of the Holy Spirit at work in your mind to help you direct your thoughts toward God. Now, the reason we have to take such an active role in the direction of our thinking is because the human mind generally drifts toward discontent and dissatisfaction. The human mind generally drifts towards what's negative or critical. What, what, what they're not happy with. What they wish were better. What might go wrong. Now you get this naturally. Uh, we from, from our ancestors we we haven't inherited an overactive threat detector, the amygdala in our brain, an overactive threat detector back when our ancestors were hunters and gatherers and they had to go out every day and they had to kill something and they had to bring it back, but when they went to kill something, they could themselves be killed by something. And so every day when they went out, they needed this alert system To kind of scan the situation. Where's the next threat coming from? What could go wrong? Am I in danger? What could cause a problem? Now you and I, we inherited this hypersensitive threat detector. Even though we are not hunters and gatherers anymore. Some of you are hunters, but your survival, thank goodness, does not depend on your hunting. If you come back home without any food, you are not going to die. Your family is not going to starve. We are not hunters and gatherers in the way our ancestors were hunters and gatherers. We go to Publix now. We just go to Publix. We hunt and gather in Publix, and there is no threat At worst, there's a Dollar General every 1.6 miles, right? Like Dollar General. I mean, worst case scenario, you got to go to Dollar General. We are no longer hunters and gatherers, but we have this very active sense of threat, sense of worry, sense of what could go wrong, sense of of problem. Well, this isn't the way I like it. I'm not satisfied. I'm dis. Contented, and that becomes the fog around us that prevents us from seeing what God is trying to do, what God is trying to give us, what God has already given us, how God is blessing us and giving goodness to us because we are surrounded by this thought of it could all go wrong. This is the worst case. I'm discontented. This is not the way that I like it. So how do we respond to that? Two things we need to do. Number one, we must be selective when deciding what gets into our minds. We've got to be selective about what gets into our mind, what passes through our eyes and our ears into our brain and gets stored away in our minds. We have to be very proactive in keeping out things that are going to lead us towards discontent, dissatisfaction, death Paul would call it like, like a lens on a, on a camera that, that, at the beginning of 2024 some of us we need to close the aperture just a little bit or maybe a lot we need to look at the various streams of information that are coming into our brain and some of us need to say in order for me to start this year from the best place possible I got to screen out some things I can't allow everything into my mind. I, am, I, I tend to be one of those people that's an information junkie. Like I just like to know random stuff about unimportant things. It's collected all in my brain. I, I just like to know stuff. And, and, and I, I live for a long time feeling like, well, I need to know what people are talking about. Like I'm a pastor. I'm like guiding people's souls and directing their lives depend. I got to know what's out there. And so that was my excuse, which was completely wrong. But I felt like I need to know well, what's being taught. Well, what are people saying? Well, what do they think? Well, what do what the, the, the uh, um, popular people think? Or the well-known people think? Okay, what, what do people I know think? And then, and then one day I realized I don't really have to know all that. And I'll be just fine. I'll be just fine if I don't know it all. Matter of fact, I will be better if I don't know some of that stuff. I'm not saying be clueless. I'm not saying stick your head in the sand you know, about important issues. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying for me... It is an ongoing work in my life. I don't want to present this like I've solved this issue because I haven't. This is an ongoing work in my life to say, you know what? Let's narrow the information that you're taking in. Let's not let everything in. This is not healthy for you. This is not good for you spiritually. This is not good for you emotionally. This is not good for you relationally. When you're constantly trying to keep up with more and more information, the secret is not more information. The secret is the right information. And for some of us at the beginning of 2024, we need to just realistically be honest with ourselves and say, I don't need everything coming into my brain this year. There's some of these streams I don't need to allow into my brain. Some of us need to ask, if this is coming into my, my mind, is it leading me to life and peace, as Paul would say? Does this lead me to life and peace, or does this lead me to anger? Does this lead me to fear? Is this destroying something inside of me? These streams that are coming into my mind, are they, are, are they leading me to life? and peace and and along with that what am i intentionally putting into my mind in 2024 not just what i'm keeping out what am i putting into my mind listen you need god's truth in your mind in 2024 you need some ways to get god's truth his word into your mind in 2024 this is one way but we're here an hour a week right this is what this is one way it's a good way love for you to come back next week be great 52 weeks come on be here I love that love to see you this is one really good way but you need a way consistently when you leave here that you're putting God's truth into your mind whether it's reading god's word that still works by the way like just open it and reading it that actually still works to put god's word in your mind and so whether you whether you're someone who can read a large section of the bible every day or a couple verses every day this it's not a race this isn't a contest this is how do i get this stream into my mind of god's word uh, the Bible app that we use, U Version app. I don't have my phone. Don't know why I'm reaching for it. The Bible app, the U Version app that where we put the message notes every week. Some of you follow along during the service on the the U Version app. Hundreds and hundreds of reading plans and devotionals on your phone through the Bible app, the U Version app. I can show you afterwards how to find it if if you're not sure where that is. I, I just started. This week at the recommendation of a friend, um, an audio Bible, which I've never, I've never done before. I, I've never used that. It's been very meaningful over this past week to hear God's word read every day. And, and what that allowed me to do is that allowed me to substitute some other things that was coming into my mind and, and saying, okay, that's not gonna go in my mind because I'm listening to this right now. Sometimes getting the right things in our mind is sort of a this or that exercise. Am I gonna to listen to this or am I gonna to listen to that? I could listen to this. I could listen to that. Which one am I, am I going to choose? And, and look, I'm not somebody who thinks you need to read the Bible you know, 24 hours a day or that's the only thing you can listen to. You not know what I'm saying. But I'm saying making intentional choices you know, for me This stream of information leads me to anger and worry. Not going to do it. I'm going to put God's word right there. I'm going to let God speak to me where I was letting other voices speak to me. We need God's truth. We need hopeful streams. We need streams of encouragement flowing into our mind you and i have to intentionally decide what is going to get into our minds this year you know as well as i do there's gonna be a lot of noise in 2024 it's gonna be a lot of noise a lot of noise some of it more important than others some of it really really important i, I wouldn't argue otherwise but there's just going to be a lot of noise And here, right at the start, if you and I can just get ourselves to a place where we say, not going to let the noise in. I'm going to hear from God this year. I'm going to hear from His Spirit this year. I'm going to listen to His Word this year. Second thing, we must be selective when deciding what stays in our mind. Be selective what gets in your mind, but be selective about what... Stays in your mind. We don't have complete control over everything that enters our mind. We do have control over what stays in our mind. We don't even have complete control over what our mind tries to tell us. Right? Our, our mind can say, we've talked about this before, some pretty harsh and negative things towards us. We don't always have control over that. But we do have the ability to decide whether our mind's gonna stay on that. This is what Paul said back to that verse. Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires, but those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. They said, they put it there. They decided my mind's gonna stay here. I'm going to put my mind here. Don't always control what comes in, but I can always control where my mind stays. Right? Like some of you, you know, like you need to write that somewhere and put it where you can see it. My mind might go there, but my mind doesn't have to stay there. My mind might go there in 2024, but I get to decide whether my mind stays there. You get to decide whether your mind stays there. You don't always have control of where it goes. Your mind goes places. Sometimes your mind works against you. Your your mind will go places, but you get to decide if it stays there. Now, last last idea. Back to the fog idea. Don't, Don't answer out loud. Think about it. Answer yourself. How do we describe fog arriving? How do we describe fog arriving? Do, do we ever say the fog stormed in? No, we don't say that. Do we expect fog to be loud when it comes in? No, we don't expect fog to come in that way. We typically describe the arrival of fog as the fog rolled in. It just rolled in. Wasn't there, then it's there. Don't know when it got there. Didn't tell us it was there. It was just there. It just rolled in. 2024, thoughts are going to roll in. All year long, thoughts are going to roll in. You're thinking, it's just going to roll in. Have you noticed that our our thoughts never make an appointment with us? But your mind never says to you, hey, just heads up, two weeks from today, debilitating, debilitating fear coming your way just want you to know if I can get on your calendar like 1st of March if you're free 1st of March major discouragement going to settle in on you just want to give you a heads up like our mind doesn't do that negative debilitating thoughts they just roll in just wake up one morning it's there maybe you don't know where it came from it's just there by the power of the Holy Spirit this year you and I can decide whether it stays there or not you and I can decide fog is here this morning light's still coming sun's still shining God is still with me I'm not gonna stay here and that's my prayer for us that's my prayer, that, that we would experience a, a thought life, a mind that leads to life and peace in 2024. God, thank you that you created us with uh, such incredible complexity and, and that so often works in our favor and, and sometimes it gets tricky just just knowing where our brain, our mind, our, our, our thoughts are going, but you give us the gift of your Holy Spirit to help us set our minds on what is of the Spirit. Oh, This year, there are going to be many wonderful things that happen and there are going to be a lot of challenges for all of us. But our mind can be set on you. Our thoughts can be set on you. And so when that fog rolls in, when that lack of clarity rolls in, when we're tempted toward discontent, God, I pray that we'd stop it. Pray that we'd intercept it, that along with your Holy Spirit, we'd become a gatekeeper of what's happening in our mind and that we would know peace. I pray it in Christ's name. Amen.